0: With the Kroger Plus card, it's easy to get lower than low prices, which adds up to big savings
1: for the win. You also earn fuel points on every purchase, which means you win big at the pump. The Kroger Plus card, all you do is win big, big savings. Sign up now at Kroger.com and start saving. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Savings may vary by state. Fuel restrictions apply. Get more ways to save at the buy five or more, save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save $1 each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone.
0: Lance, we're here, man. Finally on the podcast, man.
1: Yeah, Darian, thanks for having me. Glad to be here.
0: Yeah, you sound great. And uh, for the audience, I was joining. Well, listen, Lance and I basically go way back now. We go way back now, Lance.
1: (laughs) I think we can officially say that now.
0: (laughs) We're in the way back mode. I met Lance. Actually, I don't even remember what year it was. That's how far back it was.
1: (laughs) Twenty uh 2017 I believe would have been early yeah
0: I mean it's almost 2022 <laughs> it's uh...
1: it's it's crazy how time flies and uh you know I was telling my wife again last night um you know it, it I tell you all the time when we talk and it, it sounds kind of uh cheesy but you you know you literally help change the trajectory of like kind of our lives in a way right. um and uh and you know I won't get into all the details here but you know you're you're through your connections and just willingness to help people out and um can't thank you enough because it's like hey you, you know we've still never met in person but you played a huge <laughs> part in my life and it's just uh it's it's really incredible how it's come full circle.
0: Well, it's my pleasure man. I just I really enjoy helping people. I think sometimes it's said a lot but I'm into doing. I want to actually be someone who follows through with people. So I'm I'm glad that it's, uh, helped you guys out on some level, you know? So,
1: yeah, no, it's, it's, it's great. So can't, can't thank you enough. How, um, like, how did you get into all of that? I don't think we've ever really talked about that. Like when, when did you start like being you, the Darien we know like today, <laughs> right? Like, you know, just making those connections on LinkedIn and, and reaching out and, and just putting people first. Uh, yeah. that's something I really admire about you. I'm just curious when it all started, how, how you got started on that path.
0: You know, um, Actually, I think LinkedIn has a big part of that in my life because I checked how long I've I've been on there. I want to say it's like it's been like 13 years I've been on LinkedIn. I can't even believe it's been around that long. But I I immediately saw that it was like a really... I liked it because it was different from other stuff that I had seen. It was more professional media than social media. And then I saw a lot of my colleagues were on there. And at the same time I was doing that, I was also um, working for a pretty large fitness and wellness company. And I, had, I was climbing through the ranks and I realized I had a platform to actually help people find jobs. And, and so while I was working, the online thing I was also building a networking group in Las Vegas when I lived there called Connected Fitness. And so I, my goal was to get all the fitness professionals in Las Vegas together and that we're better together than we are apart. And it was basically, we would help people find jobs in Las Vegas that were because you, you know, as a fitness professional, you know, it's hard to like have a good job in <laughs> fitness. Yeah, over. absolutely. You know, <laughs> so it's like, oh, I gotta, I gotta help these folks. You know, I have a great job. I want other people to have a great job. And then through online, I would literally just reach out to as many people as possible on LinkedIn and different places, but like, you know, where do you live? We may have a property there. I want to help you out type of thing. And it just snowballed. And I was like, I, this is what I want to do. This is like my, my service mission is to actually help people have a better job or just to be a good person in their life. So I would say it probably started 12 or 13 years ago. You know,
1: it's amazing. And I think, uh, I think we need more people, you know, like you or with that mentality at least. And yeah. um, you're, it was just so positive and uplifting, but it's not this, uh, fake positivity that, kinda, yeah. you know, just like always, always seem to be happy. Right. Like, yeah. you know, you do come off happy a lot of the time, but, um, yeah. you come off very real too. And, um, just, just something we don't see a lot nowadays. And I think, you know, a lot of us get caught up in the, uh, just the, the daily grind work, you know, m- kind of money first, right. Like that yeah. way we can live the life we want. And, and, uh, it's not a, it's, fulfilling as it always could be, right? So yeah, um, something I always try to uh, take away every time I talk with you or or we connect, it's just, um, it, it's something that comes back to the front of my mind and and reminds me that I got to prioritize that, you know, a little bit more.
0: Yeah. Well, how do you think like, since we met virtually, because we've never met in person, but how do you think this whole trajectory has changed you over the time since where we first started chatting to where you are currently in front of me?
1: Oh uh gosh uh, there's been so many things I mean um, you know moving away from uh, family and and I'd lived in Indiana for all of my life and so last four uh, years or so out in Colorado um, just give me a new perspective on the world I think and and what's out there, how much there is you know to uh, to accomplish you can you can be who you want to be you can you can kind of pursue what you want to pursue. Um, so I think just kind of a new perspective on, you know, what's important, what you want and, and just really, truly understanding what's out there that kind of the sky's the limit sort of thing. Um, I, I would say that's one of the biggest ones, um, outside of that, just, uh, being able to be outdoors more has been great too. Yeah. Uh, obviously, so out in Colorado, sun's shining all the time. We get outside quite a bit. Um, if it ever snows out here, uh, this year, then we'll be going back and hitting the <laughs> slopes. Uh, I, I snowboard my wife's skis, uh, but yeah. uh, it's been light on the snow. So, um, it, it's been, you know, many ways change the trajectory, but, um, I think really just kind of give me a a bigger perspective on things and, and, Hey, I can, I can get out and meet people and and Mm. become something, uh, you know, more than, uh, more than I thought I was kind of boxed into back when I lived in Indiana.
0: Was it, was it hard to move away from like your family and stuff? Because, you know, I have a different relationship. Like I love my family, but I grew up in a military environment. So like, we just moved all the time. So it wasn't like a big deal to move away from family and stuff, but, I know a lot of people who lived in the same place their whole, my wife was like that. She lived in, she grew up in a town, lived there same state. And then we left when we got married, but how difficult was that for you?
1: Um, You know, I was kind of ready to like, you know, be independent, kind of do my own thing. And um, a lot of my close family and then, you know, a little bit extended when we start talking about um, cousins and uncles and aunts, they, most of them live in Indiana. So um, I was kind of like the the black sheep in a way, like yeah. hey, moving away a thousand miles away. And um, I, I think it, uh, with, you know, with my, my first born uh, being here for as a four months ago, um, it's kind of caused me to, uh, you know, look at it differently. Right. So initially it, it didn't affect me, but now, um, now I, I I want him to be able to meet his grandparents and um, gosh, having that support system is nice. Uh, yeah. So it, it's hard to replace that. Um, so, you know, initially, no, um, I, I kind of embraced it, but now, um, you know, there are elements I think that um, are important, you know, to having family around. Right. Uh, so I don't know, it's a, it's a battle I, I uh, struggle with all the time. You know, <laughs> do, do I want to continue to explore move around, uh, see new things? Do you want to go back and, and, uh, you know, be closer to family. So we're, um, we're kind of in that, that tug of war right now, my wife and I on, yeah. Hey, what do we want to do over the next five to 10 years? Right. Um, but I know one thing is I don't want to just go back and kind of settle into the small town uh, or anything that I grew up in. <laughs> um, I, I, I like being out and just uh, where it's a little bit more busy, right? Um, there's, yeah. there's more to do more things yeah. to pursue. Um, so I, I've got to have some element of that as well. But um yeah who knows what the future holds um I'm always thinking you know 2 3 steps ahead so that's been on my mind a lot lately
0: Yeah it's it's you know I think there's been a lot of movement for people over the last you know 18 to 24 months you know with what's been happening the pandemic and all that stuff and so people are reevaluating do I want to live here do I want to live there and um I'm always curious about how people view home the concept of home you know cuz like for me home is like it's like a mindset, not a place, just because I never had a home like a hometown. You know?
1: Absolutely. So I don't well, I'm not, you know. Yeah, the you know, the pandemic is uh, we're, we're definitely one of those couples that has been shaped by that a little bit. Right. And yeah. um, over the past year and a half, it was really eye opening. The new perspective we gained and um, you know, we're, that's one thing that did, uh, want us to cause to be, or cause us to want to be closer to family. Um, just kind of feeling isolated, especially when things were shut down and, and the world was a little bit weird. Um, we were really, really craving that. And, you know, we felt a bit on an Island being a a thousand plus miles away from our families. Um, so yeah, that's something we've taken into consideration and, and, uh, you know, what we want in a home and, and just what's important. It's yeah, it's, you know, it's been a tough two years, but also it's kind of, uh, you know, talking about changing the trajectory, you know, really causing us to think differently and, and yeah. what we want to do over the next five to 10 years. So um, the pan- pandemic is crazy. You know, I'm hoping this ends soon. Um, yeah, me too. You know, it's, I feel like every, <laughs> every time we get close to like, all right, I think we're getting there. Then, you know, uh, the next uh, Greek alphabet uh, <laughs> variant comes up. Right. Then, right. Um, you know, I, I don't want to downplay uh, some of the severity for some, some people. Mm-hmm. Right. But I think. Uh, what I'm seeing starting to to experience and feel now is I think the majority of the country is kind of ready to move on and and kind of live with this thing and figure out how do we, how do we go back to 2019, you know, uh, (laughs) and earlier, you know, how do we get back to some, some, uh, (laughs) sense of normality again? So I'm, I'm looking forward to getting back. I know, um, you know, this is, it's just been a weird two years. That's for sure. With everything going on. And, um, I I think we could have handled some things differently personally, but uh, that's a, that's a whole conversation in itself. So that's a
0: whole other show. (laughs) That's a whole other show. How do you feel like, so you, you know, obviously it impacted you, impacted me, impacts all people, but how do you think, you know, as someone who's, uh, you know, been in the fitness industry, enjoy fitness, that's how we met the whole thing. Tell me how you feel that whole aspect has gone kind of the health of health and wellness of humans over the last couple of years.
1: Yeah, I think you know COVID aside, I think it's deteriorated quite a bit, Mm. right? Um, And and just about every aspect of public health that I I see, Mm. um, people are meaner to each other. You know, (laughs) people are definitely not more kind for the most part. I I don't see any campaigns out about you know the kind of you know like the the vaccines, therapeutics, some of that were were kind of the short term uh, solution for a lot of people. But you know, the long term in my mind was hey. We need to put re-emphasis back on, uh, you know, eating healthy, exercise, yep. getting out, getting fresh air, you know, the basics that, quite honestly, we didn't really do that well before 2019. <laughs>
0: no.
1: You would think there would be a, a kind of a renewed um, spirit for that, but I, I haven't seen that, and I haven't seen that from our public health officials, and I think that's probably the biggest disappointment because public health isn't just about um, taking this medicine or that medicine, right? It's encompassing everything, and that, that includes... People's well-being, mentally, physically—you know—do they have jobs or schools open? Are they, right. you know, are they uh, progressing and, and kind of enjoying life, right? And I think um, there's been a lot of like life sucked out of us over the past year yeah. too. So um, I know isolation definitely didn't help anyone either. Um, and then just everything going on with the healthcare system—you know—it's just it's strained. I don't feel like it's done efficiently. Yeah. Um, and again, you know, that's probably a whole nother episode <laughs> itself, but yeah, I, I, think, you know, health just in general has yeah. kind of gone down. Um, and, and I hope we get to a place where we start to kind of reemphasize just the basics and not, um, uh, not really just, uh, keying in on one or th- this one or two things, right. It's like, Hey, right. health is so much more than this. So, um, you know, I think we need to start having more of those discussions.
0: Most definitely. I have had so many of these discussions with, um, people I know in the business, not in the business about where's the information about better health and wellness, like long-term prevention versus reactive-based things? Uh, we certainly before, I don't want anybody to think like, oh, everybody was in such great condition before the pandemic. Certainly not true. Certainly not true. But it exposed, I feel, that as a country, we're not taking care of ourselves very well. and we're, We just aren't doing it. And there's no like media out there it's weird like there's so much media about so much other stuff there's almost no media about being physically fit you know being eating eating well you know getting enough sleep and all that like it's almost like a void of stuff you know
1: it is and yeah i think uh it's not it's not the easy solution right so um you know people people do want the the easy way out unfortunately and yes um you know, again, it wasn't the, it wasn't going to be the short-term solution. Right. But, but gosh, I, I, it could have been a unique opportunity to really kind of reshape how we, how we look at uh, health, wellness, and and just kind of all aspects of society too. So, um, you know, like most people, I struggled, I think um, early on with, you know, kind of the lockdown and then just things being Mm -hmm. closed. And there was just a sense of like, everyone kind of felt like, I don't know what was going on, but, you know, myself personally you know, after that initial period, I've, uh, I think I've, you know, gotten better, you know, there's always, uh, you always have your days where you take your steps back and whatnot, yeah. but I think I've had even more of a focus myself and, um, you know, really what's important to me in terms of like exercise and, and, and health and whatnot. Um, so I've, I've kind of shaped my approach a little bit differently and, um, you know, I hope others continue as well, because it's going to be very important, um, you know, moving in the future, uh, because I think, uh, you know, most people become more sedentary, more unhealthy, um, you know, over these last few years, elective surgery or not elective surgeries, but um, surgeries that were needed, I think, for a lot of people right. and uh, critical care, um, you know, when they couldn't make those appointments, I think we're starting to see the effects of that now. So yeah. um, I don't know, I, I hope that we can get there as a society. But um, there's a lot there's a lot of um, lot of growth needed
0: too. So here's a question. I've, I've asked this of a lot of colleagues. I'm, I'm curious how, what you think about this. So um, do you think it's possible for us as a nation, as a world to actually get the majority of people in better physical condition over a long period of time?
1: Ah, uh, what a loaded question. Um, <laughs>
0: There's a lot of answers into that. I know a lot of things,
1: you know, I I like to try to be optimistic, look uh, on the bright side. I, I think we can. Um, how how we do it though. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um. You, you know, we're, we're, we're kind of seeing a a case of this play out where kind of like with the vaccine stuff, right. You see this nationwide, but you know, we'll talk here in the U S there's a push to kind of like force people to do it. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I don't think that's uh, an effective way with Mm -hmm. any, you know, with anything that you're doing. Right. So, um, you know, obviously it'd be nice to say, Hey, we got to cut out all the sodas and the sweets (laughs) and um, you know, have someone come in and regulate that for us. Like that seems like the solution to get everyone there in mass, but you know, we're already seeing what that type of approach will do. Right. There's, there's going to be naturally a one third or more of people that will probably revolt against that and and not like that. And um, so I I think it's going to have to be uh, you know, just kind of a, a new level of consciousness for humanity, right? Like to, to kind of like take that um, that understanding that, hey, we have to take care of ourselves and it's on us. And and here's what we can do to to really, you know, have true health and and uh, not just have more years to life, but like quality of years in right. life as well. So yeah, it'd be, uh, you know, I think we can get there. I think it'll take time, um, but it's gonna have to be a uh, kind of a gradual shift in just like the public yeah. mindset, I think really. There's no way, we can force it. I think we can kind of like, um, uh, incentivize, you know, uh, healthy eating yeah. um, exercise and, and, you know, some of those other things we've talked about, but, um, outside of that, just, you know, uh, it's up to each individual person. And I think, um, you know, as more and more people continue to uh, focus on that, it'll continue to spread.
0: Yeah. You know, it's funny. I I've heard probably a similar answer from most, and all of my, my kind of informal, anecdotal. Stuff I think there's people have optimism, but the mechanism to do it, I don't think anybody's been able to answer that at this point. But well, I it's, think it's curious, you know.
1: It's so complex too, right? Because yes. there's so many layers to it. It's like, uh, you know, just getting people off the couch more is a good start, you know, <laughs> and away from the TV. But right. you know, then we start talking about food, and and most people, you can just see kind of their eyes roll back in the back of their head because. They don't know, you know, there's so much different information, especially with nutrition and, and yeah. eating that they're fed. They're, they don't know, hey, do, do I do this? Do I follow this type of diet? Do we, you know, eat more protein or, or uh, yeah. you know, fat free stuff? And, um, and I think for me, you know, to simplify that, I, I think, you know, we got to get back to uh, just just eating like whole foods and, and just simplifying a bit, getting away from the factory farming and Mm -hmm. and trying to have more locally sourced um, fruits, vegetables, meats. Um, I think that for most people would probably solve a lot of the problem, really And trying not to overcomplicate it, having to follow this diet or this regimen or, or follow this person to get their advice. It's, it's just kind of getting back to what's natural. So I think we need a huge overhaul there. Um, You know, there's more gyms than ever right now, but I think, you know, I've been out of the, the industry uh, for about a year or two, um, but I think the number of uh, like gym goers, I think it's stayed roughly the same, right? The percentage, yeah. it's it kind of shifts up and down just a little bit, but it hasn't yeah. really like moved the needle. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm curious why. You know, um, it's like the people that do work out, I think they they're working out more and more at more they places are. now. <laughs> yeah. You know, they're like they got a mem- uh, membership over at Orange Theory and Four Hour <laughs> Fitness and yeah. um, and all these boutique gyms. But um, I don't think we've like moved the needle in the greater population no. though.
0: We haven't. It's been 15 to 18 percent, which is a generous number over the last 30 years. That needle has literally been like stuck. And I would say my personal view, I'm probably a little more pessimistic about it. And I'm generally a pretty, you know me, I'm a pretty like positive person, but I I don't feel as optimistic about it. Why is that? I I think like there's just Biologically, uh, it's a great book, you should read it. It's called Exercised and it's by Dr. Daniel Lieberman. Uh, I think he's a Harvard scientist. And so he's done a lot of tremendous research in hunter-gatherer tribes from the past and current. And we, we know from at least the information we have now that people are pretty averse to doing what we're currently doing, biologically and anthropologically. Like we spend our calories on other things, ancestrally speaking. And, you know, exercising for the purpose of health is highly abnormal for humans, highly abnormal, because we didn't do that. We just exercised to survive. It was part of our daily makeup uh, in our our history. And now it's like, well, you have to do it in order to actually have health, like for physical health. And the numbers are so staggering, like 42% of people are obese. If you add in overweight, we're up to 69% of the United States population. That projection is supposed to be in the 70s, 80s, in 20 years, the way it's going. I'm just looking at the data. It looks bad, (laughs) like it looks, and I'm not sure that we, at least in the fitness realm of things, we pull this back unless we start having a larger reliance on more manual labor for everyday things we do technology is giving is make is taking the activity out of living completely it really
1: is (laughs) it's it's a double-edged sword and it is
0: hard i want convenience though you
1: know you and me both you know uh yeah it'd be you know it'd be fun if we reverted parts of society back to you know the hunter-gatherer you know right. hunt like your two meal and, a
0: year or yeah
1: cook <laughs> it over a fire and then uh you, you turn on the tv and do the netflix chill thing afterwards yeah, or something. yeah. yeah I, I don't <laughs> see us getting to that point
0: it's not people will not push themselves backwards in society it, like that you know
1: i think there's kind of you know on on that topic i think uh there, there's a little bit of a mindset too that um like exercise is only for results, right? Like you know, someone right. like you and myself and and lots lots of other people we know, we enjoy it, right? And we yeah. we seek like the things that keep us active that we enjoy. And I think for a lot of people it's a chore, but they don't really know. Like the, what I'm assuming is most people have a very narrow view of fitness and mm. and how to take care of yourself. And yeah, um, and, and I think a lot of that starts with the education system, right? We we grow up, we get. Uh, you know, a a couple courses along the way, you know, from elementary all the way through high school, you know, maybe like three semesters worth of like health, right? Health class. And and that's watered down, uh, just very generic stuff. Then we go over to PE class and um, (laughs) unless it's changed a whole lot, like a lot of it's just kind of like, Dabbling with a certain sport for like four to six weeks that most kids yeah. will probably never end up playing, you know, in their <laughs> lives or, or right. touching that that yeah, racket or ball again, um, and and I think we need to have an overhaul there too. Yeah, that that really shows children like, hey, here here's the vast amount of opportunity that's out there to take care of yourself. Let's help you explore that and find find that thing that connects with you. So you can, you know, you can yeah. pursue that long-term. I think that's part of the problem It's just, you know, we get boxed in and, and a lot of people feel like, Oh, health and, and, and exercises is, is playing basketball or football <laughs> or whatever game in gym. Yeah. I don't like those. So I'm not going to do it. Right. And I think most people probably do have something they'd like to do, uh, to be active. Um, but they just don't know that, Hey, I could really turn that more into like exercise and yeah and uh and really thrive doing that so i i think there's a lot to it right but i i I think we could use a big overhaul there i think that would help a lot
0: yeah i i'm with you on that i think that's a very valid point you know a lot of this stuff starts early in life and how are you like and you know you'll see because you have a kid now no man (laughs) like my daughter's 10 and i see what the school like the curriculum and i'm like this is like all wrong i'm like this is like so heavily math oriented. And my daughter's like a super, super, super artistic person. Like her brain, all she wants to do is craft all day. Like that's all she wants to do. And there's got to be more places for people like her that are not so heavily invested into STEM. I'm not saying that stuff's bad. It's good. But we know statistically the majority of humans don't work in that environment. They just don't it's like such a tiny percentage of the population and like we need to give more emphasis to health based things you know fitness based things art artists you know artists are amazing people musicians are painters are incredible but it's like we we downgrade that stuff in society like well you can't make a lot of money doing that so you know become a you know be good at tech stuff you know
1: yeah i i think it's a shame and you know what a um what a plain world it would be if we you know we continue to lose artists and musicians and and just people that you know add that extra spice and element to our life right um yeah no I I totally agree and I I think schools they're they're very you know it's a uh kind of like you know, boxed in approach of, you know, here's yeah. what we're going to learn. And, you know, it's funny, you mentioned the math stuff. I remember sitting in, in some higher level math classes in, in high school and being like, when am I ever going like, to, what do I need to learn about parabolas for? Like, <laughs> I'm not launching satellites anytime no. soon. Um, you know, I'm like, but I could probably learn about taxes or how to yeah. balance my checkbook or maybe how to invest money or shoot, probably oh. should have learned a trade of some sort too. Right. right. I think that's um, very forgotten. And, uh, we can't just have a, a, a country of people that are, uh, you know, paper pushers and typing away on a computer, you know, yeah. we, we need that kind of muscular class there to, to help us thrive. And, um, and quite honestly, I think there's a lot of good opportunity there now, too, because we have such um, a low supply of those types of people with those yeah. skill sets working with their hands. And um, yeah, I think, you know, again, uh, th- there's a lot to overcome, right? And I, I try yeah. to look at it as like, hey, there's a lot of opportunity, right, to, to kind of shape a, you know, an, almost like a new world, and kind of see like, hey, where where can we really take this, and and um, how do we, uh, you know, how do we just kind of improve as a nation, and and what's important to us going forward?
0: Yeah, yeah. The high school that my daughter will be going to, well, potentially, uh, they had they brought back shop class after thirty years, and That's great. you know, woodwork, and I thought this is one of the better ideas I've seen in a school because you know there's so many kids who have this natural ability to like make things with their hands or they you know they're just they're good at it but the system is is telling them that's not important like you need to be great at math you need to be able to it's like man how many kids get lost with the system they have this incredible talent but the coursework is just steering them towards trigonometry calculus why do you need to know what an obtuse triangle is like seriously and you know what just look it up now yeah look it up you know like reading i get like your kid's gonna learn to read you read everything all the time you know if you want to know the square root of like 2032 you just ask alexa seriously i mean
1: Oh, I remember when our, our teachers would tell us, you can't just carry around a, a calculator in your pocket all your life. And sure you boy, can. were they wrong. Yeah. They were so wrong. <laughs> At that time. Yeah. I'm like, well, actually, you're right. Actually, <laughs> yeah. it's a calculator, a phone, my internet browser. Uh, yeah. yeah, I
0: got everything
1: here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's a great point. I think we spend a lot of time, you know, the, like kids memorizing the periodic table, right? It's like, do you really need to do that? Like, I don't even think most scientists probably have it <laughs> They don't anymore. know it. Come on. They probably, you know, know their, their stuff they dabble in the most yeah. and when they need when they need to know about some of the other elements, they'll just go Google it. <laughs> or, Google uh, yeah. Ask Alexa or something. So.
0: <laughs> exactly. I, I, I know a bunch of scientists and we, I, we've had talks about this and they go, honestly, Darren, if I want to like calculate something, I just do it on my, my phone. Yeah. I'm like, this is a very like math oriented person. And they're yeah. doing it on their phone. So it's like this. Sometimes I think the problem is these systems are so big. They're like glaciers. Mm-hmm. It's like, how do you change this system that is gigantic, whether it's fitness and wellness, school system, that's my pessimism. Is this I, it's so hard?
1: It it's like staring at uh you know Mount Kilimanjaro, like how do we climb up right. this and get over there? And you know, it's funny, at least with the education thing, um, we're seeing a movement across the country right now, um, where where parents are becoming more involved and and yeah. vocal and um you know and gosh, I can't even imagine how, how it might be for you having a, a child almost going into high school with just yeah. some of the, the crazy stuff going on in the schools now. Like, are you aware of some of that? Like, is it, I is am. it affected any of your, um, your no. daughter's like education? Uh, do no. you feel, or I, I'm just curious, you know, you see it on the news, but it's like, how, how widespread is this? Like what, I don't know what is really going on in most of our schools.
0: Yeah. I think parents actually want to see what's happening. And regardless of whether it's like hot button topics they're discussing, I think it's going even deeper. It's like, what are they actually doing at school? And I think during the uh, having a school age child during the peak of the pandemic, when they were at home doing online learning, uh, really showcased that. I mean, I hate this. I love teachers. I love teachers. But like I would peer in and I'd be like, they ain't doing nothing. <laughs> like They're like, this is like nothing's happening, you know, and that bothered me. And I think it bothers a lot of parents.
1: Their motivation, you know, I would imagine most teachers were feeling that same,
0: yeah, just
1: kind of like, you know, what's going on in the world? And I'm sure there was a lack of motivation for a lot of them. And I couldn't imagine trying to teach through a screen. That's- Uh, It's tough. uh, That's insane, yeah.
0: Yeah. It's tough. Uh. But I think also it's kind of like, one of the great things is there's more and more alternative schools popping up, more and more, like where we live, there's a brand new high school and it's funny you know like malls are dying right they're like dying completely I mean yep. I, I have some great memories of going to the mall in high school but you know like the malls are dead yep and this this program basically they took over like a 10,000 square foot part of the mall and created an alternative high school and the high school was completely different the kids get to learn the things they want to learn they pick what they actually it was more like college And But they have to take classes like digital literacy, they have to be mentored by an elder, all this stuff like that. And it's like a more holistic learning and like, okay, what does your kid need to survive in this world, not in the world of the 50s, you know, type of thing. And you're seeing a lot more of those now
1: that's great. And I, you know, I think it starts there, right? Um, and I'm not sure if is, is this school, is it tied into the public education system? Is it like a charter type situation or completely private?
0: It's, 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 uh, it's I, I don't, I don't know, actually, it's free to go to. But uh, it's like, I think it's like it came, they actually got the principal from an American guy who was working in China. And he loved the idea so much of the school, he left that job to come back to do this, wow. because he thought this is, how school should be like kids should be able to choose what they want to do, not be pushed into stuff that they don't care about. And they need to learn digital literacy. They need to be mentored by people with wisdom that could give them good advice type of stuff. So like they, I guess the part of the school is they, when they come in, they don't go to some waste of time, homeroom class, man. I remember that. What a waste of time. You know, you just everybody's sleeping in there. Like what is like, yep. you know, <laughs> there's nothing happening, man. You listen to announcements, you're fading off. And now the kids are probably on their phone and stuff. But you actually meet with people when you first go to school, you network with people in the community. That's how Absolutely. you start school. And then you go into coursework. And then the evening in the afternoon portion, you do more mentorship, more learning about you get wisdom from people like yeah. I'm like, oh, if we're still around here, that's the school for my daughter, for sure.
1: That's great. Well, you know, it sounds much more interactive and I think that's what yeah. we need. Right. And, and it's good. Those, I mean, I didn't know that was out there, um, but yeah. it, it, you know, someone has to get that, uh, that trend started. So yeah. um, that's incredible. And I think, you know, th- those types of schools and and I'm not, again, I, it sounds like maybe you're not sure how, how it's funded or whatever, yeah, I but know. I think the more we can kind of get away from it being tied to like the, the bureaucracy of yeah. you know, state and national, like public education. Right. Um, yeah. I think the better we'll be because um, there, there's a lot of amazing teachers out there. And I think a lot of them, they, their hands are kind of tied to the system they're in, right? I agree. And, um, and I think ha- giving them that opportunity to break away will, will allow some really great things to happen. Yeah. Um, and then we'll have to address some way getting more great teachers yeah. um, in back into the system too, uh, because it's it's a very low paying job, very yeah. stressful. Um, we're not attracting the best of the best, right? So I, I think, you know, there's got to be some, uh, you know, we've got to, we've got to remedy that a little bit so that we can, yeah. we can a support the people who are already doing a great job and not tie their hands so much, but get more people into that position yeah. with that type of just, uh, you know, attitude and and will to want to do good. Um, and yeah. not just kind of treat it like a, a nine to five, right? Because it's <laughs> not. And, and gosh, the education of our, our children and, and them coming up and supporting the workforce and, and helping America grow and innovate uh, is so important, right? I think everyone's got a vested interest in this, whether they know it or not. So yeah. I think we don't talk about it enough. And I think we kind of focus on the wrong things with schools. I'm like, I think we need a big <laughs> overhaul there too.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I mean, sure, you and I both have probably had some really amazing teachers in our life. And you're like, man, we need more of those people. And we got to do a better job of honestly. We got to pay them a lot more. I don't know how that works, how it be, but like, we got to pay our teachers a lot more because honestly, having a child and seeing a lot of children around, now being involved in that life, I mean, I could not do that. It's so hard. It's maybe one of the hardest things in life is to be around twenty kids. <laughs> <I'm>
1: like... <laughs> well, some schools now it's like thirty. Ooh even like you know uh, and you maybe get an assistant or an aide. Yeah. i think i'm a teacher aide, but i'm like you guys are outnumbered bad literally
0: <laughs> i mean it's an art you're getting attacked by eight-year-olds, <laughs> eight-year-olds and stuff and you know how do you do it now because all these kids have phones and stuff and you're fighting this battle against technology and like i was I, one of my uh clients is 16 and they got this weird thing they do now in schools where they let kids retake tests over and over again this is the thing, Lance. You you might see this, okay? Like if they don't like their grade, they just let them take it over as many times as possible. All right. Wow. Like, how do you learn? Like you already know the answers over <laughs> there. Yeah,
1: right. Well, yeah. And I think I think understanding your wrong answers is not bad, but I think at right. that point it probably just becomes like. Oh, okay, it's my eighth time taking this test. <laughs> yeah. All right, here's the other three that I wasn't getting right, but I I now know by process of elimination, yeah, uh, this is the right answer now. So <laughs> I now have an A plus, hundred percent. Hundred
0: percent. Yeah, it's just weird. Like, and I don't know. It's uh, I think also we're starting to see different ideas about college as well. I know, like in my lifetime, uh, there was a big emphasis to go to like large colleges and like, hey, this is the status of going to like uh, University of Michigan or going to Penn State or you name it, the big school. And I think we're seeing like, well, is it as good as going to like Salisbury State or going to, you know, a smaller school like Iowa James Madison, whatever, you know, It's and I find that people generally have great fun at college generally no matter where they go, if they really like the place. You don't have to go to a, we're kind of getting averse to this gigantic student loan issue that's happening, you know?
1: Absolutely. Well, you know, and then that's the message too, that they're constantly, constantly receiving is college, 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 where yeah. are you going? Where are you going? It's not, it's never like, why are you going or, or like, <laughs> yeah. what are you going to do with it? it yeah. And, um, you know, I, I benefited from going to school. Um, but I, I also realized that I think I could have done a lot of what I've done without that education. Right. In some ways, I I think I regressed a little, uh, maybe not uh, intelligence wise, but maturity wise in college. I think I was maybe more responsible as a senior in high school than senior in college. But yeah, yeah, um, you know, I I made it out unscathed, I think. But, um, you know, it's 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 kind of a trap for some people, too, because they get in and they spend four years in kind of this fantasy land. And then uh, I watched a lot of people struggle their first year or two out of out of college. And on top of that, you've got debt. And then, you know, most people, you know, it doesn't matter where they go to school, they kind of end up with an average first job. Yeah. Right. So you got yeah. these student loans piling in. And so I don't know what a mess. And I, I can't imagine uh, where the price of school or uh, college will be in, in two, three, four, five <laughs> years. I mean, it's 40, 50 grand a year right now. It'll probably be a 100 grand. Right. Right. Uh, I, I just don't know that it's sustainable. And, and no. I've, I've told my wife this. I think college and higher education. Is going to look much different to us, you know, by twenty thirty or you know maybe a little bit yeah. beyond because it just can't sustain itself, right? Or or there's just no one's going to be able to afford to go.
0: How can you have something that continues to like double, triple over itself all the time? Like the inflation of college is the greatest craziness, uh, maybe of like costs. Like I was telling my wife, I was like, "Well, we have to do an in-state school if that happens." Like, I'm not. I'm refusing on principle to pay something that's outrageous. You know, like. I don't care
1: (laughs) in many ways too. I think, um, you know, price is going up, I think the value is going down in a lot of places, Completely. Um, you know, with the exception of certain programs, certain schools, yeah. you know, again, I think most people don't really need college the way it's kind of set up right. today, right, you know, maybe aside from our scientists or lawyers or wow. our doctor, you know, that sort of thing. But like, you know, my general kind of degree, you know, uh, I, I don't know that, you know, it was, I paid the same amount as kids going to school for like a, a pharmaceutical degree or something, right, right? Or, or a doctor, <laughs> Uh, you know an undergraduate uh, going to uh, become a doctor and, and yeah. I'm like I don't know that the value was quite there for me, but I didn't have <laughs> a say in paying it and um again i I had a good experience and and so it's hard for me to like say that but um i I see for a lot of people I just don't know if it's worth it i I yeah. just don't know anymore so I don't know uh, either
0: yeah
1: are you thinking of moving um you mentioned earlier like oh, oh, if we're right. still here we'd like to
0: uh like to go to that school I wasn't sure if you were Thinking about the next move? Or? I'm always thinking about moving, man. <laughs> like, I'm not, you know. I stayed in Vegas for a long time because I had never lived anywhere for a really long time. I was up,
1: Vegas. Oh, I was living awesome. in Vegas. What a it was awesome! You know, I couldn't even imagine.
0: Uh, well, you know, for me, like, uh, well, I guess this is semi true now, but I, I really like to party a lot. But I'm a very responsible partier, But I'm just be honest. I enjoy partying and hanging out. And going to, you know, happy hour and, you know, and going to lounges and stuff. And Vegas was, like, perfect for me for that. I could see that. It was, like, perfect. And then, like, with Uber, Uber's so amazing in Vegas. It's so quick. Within, like, 30 seconds, you have a ride all the time. And it was, like, it was like perfect. I could hang out and safely do it. Um, but, like, I go back once a month, and I'm like, oh, I'd never live here again. Like, I just, it's, 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 not, it's not as good as it used to be anymore it's too crowded it's become like a big metropolis now Um, oh yeah I I don't like that
1: no and I could yeah I could definitely see that and um well yeah it sounded like it was a great place for you at the time though um so I guess like what's on your uh what's on your radar next you have a couple spots you're targeting I do
0: actually um and uh while we love Washington State it was certainly a move for lifestyle like slow it down I wanted my daughter to have kind of a 1980s childhood kind of like we could play outside small yeah. town and she's getting that and that's great um but I think that uh you're gonna laugh at this you're gonna laugh at this but actually yesterday we we're in the car we we're like what about Colorado we were <laughs> like I'm not joking and we were like it's a possibility we'll put it as a possibility and uh so you we, know we've been part? discussing
1: like it just kind um, of opened right probably now. Probably
0: Denver area ish, you know, something like that. You know, I don't know. Get,
1: get in now, man. The uh the housing market's insane out here. You know, yeah. you kind of hear that everywhere you go, but no, I've, it's everywhere. I've been shocked at what I've seen here. Um, even the last two years. Um we we got in just before the pandemic. Yeah, my wife and I bought our first townhome and thank God we did, because if i would have been stuck <laughs> in an apartment, uh, my little box, I, I was probably just be pacing back and forth. Like, what do I do? <laughs> so had a house, you know, it was great. And, um, and I thought for sure, um, the, the market would slow down a lot in the last two years. And actually the opposite happened. I think more yeah. and more people, like we were kind of talking about earlier, yeah. uh, they saw the value in a home and having a little bit of a, you know, a yard or, or just yeah. a bigger space than yeah. maybe being downtown or whatnot. So, uh yeah, get it get out here soon if you're going to. What where else is on the list though? I don't know. Maybe like one? Tampa
0: Bay or something like that. I think we're gonna be nomadic. That's kind of our thing. Like it'll more than likely be when our daughter graduates high school. Um, or it may be right before she enters high school. But um, this place also, too, like we got in super low at the bottom of the market. We moved here, and you know what's happened in the past three, four years. So this is like our big cash cow, this house. And we live right on the, right next to the beach. So it's never going to go down. It's just going to keep going up. Um, so we're basically like, hey, man, we're just going to like blow out of here, make a lot of money, and then just maybe just kind of be transient for a while. I, I just I like not being tied to a place. I don't know. I just there's something about the newness of advent, Maybe Montana, too. That's another place. I love Mon- Bozeman, Montana. Love that town, man. Love yeah, it. a lot
1: of a lot of people are moving up that way too. Awesome. I think um a lot of Californians. Uh, yeah, I think they're uh, kind of moving everywhere, really. They're <laughs> moving everywhere.
0: California is impossible. Like it's uh, I got a lot of clients in California, but you have to be wealthy to like really enjoy living in California. Like like to really do a lot of stuff, and the traffic is mind blowing. It's just like, how can you in your car for three hours a day? I mean, like, that's what
1: I've heard. And uh, it's a beautiful state, though. Gosh, it it's you know, beautiful. I know why people want to move there, but um uh, kind of the weather and just, uh,
0: yeah.
1: you know, how the state is, you know, you got the, the mountains and and the ocean yeah. and and desert, all of that aside, I think the politics, uh, and just the taxes and oh, all the regulations. And it's, it's crazy to me how many businesses actually like call that place home still, um, I mean, you know, San Fran and yeah. LA and all that. And, uh, yeah, it's, they make it tough uh, to be there for sure. So yeah. I, it's a beautiful state, but gosh, they're, um, yeah, they're, they're making people want to leave, you know, that we're seeing time. that real time.
0: How's Fort Collins, man? I've been there a few times. What's that like?
1: Uh, so Fort Collins is actually the reason I, I wanted to move out here. I had a, a lifelong friend um, that I grew up with. He moved to Fort Collins before, um, uh, before I moved out here. And so I came out to visit him. It's my first time getting out yeah. West, out to Colorado. So I fly in, uh it, it's nighttime you know get in 10 o'clock or whatever wake up the next morning and we go outside of his apartment and you know the mountains are like right there yeah. and so I'd never seen this before like in person I was just shocked and um they have a great uh uh place there called Tooth Reservoir absolutely absolutely beautiful they've got great hiking um I mean within 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes. I mean, you can go further out, right? but it's just, it's right there. A little bit of a college town, but more and more people are starting to move up that way because Denver is getting so crowded and um, overpriced that uh, more people are seeking that out. So I'm a big fan of it. Um, You know, I'm a little bit uh, kind of tied to where I'm at now, but uh, Fort Collins is something I've, uh, like a place I've always wanted to uh, live. So it was, it was really the thing that inspired me to get out here. There's just so much to do there. And um, it's got that unique blend of kind of smallish town feel, right? Yeah, um, but yeah. there's also, in my mind, plenty to do as well, because I think the uh, the college being there, CSU, kind of yeah, right. um, breeds some life into the place also.
0: Yeah, I love college towns. I'm a big like college town person. But uh, yeah, I think that uh, for me, I've lived in many parts of the world over the course of my life. I've visited a lot of the planet and uh, I just feel like I like s- seeking out new things. And different perspectives, you know. And uh, I definitely think like you should at least try somewhere else to live in your life. Like, at least try it. Even if you don't like it, you Absolutely. can go go back, you know, whatever. But like, try it. That's kind of the, the one good thing about college, especially is like for a lot of people, it's like the, you're living in a different place. Like, there's a lot of value in living in a new place and learning and not knowing a lot of people, you know.
1: I agree. Yeah. Well, you know, you either kind of fold and, uh, you know, kind of, you know, keep to yourself <laughs> or you, you get uncomfortable enough, you kind of branch out and, yeah. and just, um, yeah, just make it happen. What What's important to you when you're looking at like a new place to move to? Like, what, what are you, what do you guys prioritize generally?
0: Man, I tell you what, well, Colorado is probably not the place for that. But uh, like, <laughs> as I've gotten older, man, my joints hurt so much when it gets colder. I sound like an old man, but like, (laughs) it's like a real thing. I'm like, it gets kind of cold. I'm like, Oh my gosh, my, my joints are killing me. So I understand why people go to warmer places because it's nice to feel warm regularly, you know, and not feel like, Oh my gosh, I feel so terrible when I wake up, you know, it's like, and it's compounded by the fact, you know, I'm working out hard and doing all this stuff. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm sore and my joints are killing me because it's cold. So I, I think that's, but just, I think adventure also. I just, I, I've never lived in Colorado. I've been there like two times, literally. And I'm like, okay, it's, an, it's a good central location in a way. Like I can get, cause I travel a lot. I like to be able to go back and forth to places, you know? Yep. And I don't want to be on the East coast technically like Northeast. I, honestly, my parents live there. It's great. But uh, it's to me, it's California, the, the, the traffic, the craziness. I don't know how people do it on a regular basis. And I've lived there before.
1: Terrible. I've I've like never visited uh, the Northeast for the most part. And um, I already know I don't want to live there. You so don't want to, <laughs> you. just so. the perception and like, nope, not for me.
0: It's just like, you know, honestly, like people make stereotypes about different regions of where people live. And I've lived in every region of the United States. And in my observation, a lot of people in the Northeast are fairly angry on a regular basis. Like, it's a, very, it's a very aggressive mentality, especially in New Jersey New York. I'm sorry, people listen to New Jersey New York. I know a lot of wonderful people in that area. But when you're, you guys drive insane, it's like offensive missile driving. It's yeah. like... <laughs> It's just, you know, it's an old place, too, because it's the beginning of our country. It's really old and broke down. And and like, the traffic is just so bad. It's so bad. It's terrible. <laughs> like,
1: yep. Yeah, no, I, I agree. But it's...
0: I've lived there. So I can say, like, I've actually lived all up and down the coast. I've lived in the Midwest. I've lived in the Southwest. Now I've lived in Pacific Northwest. I can actually say I know what it's like in these places, you know
1: what's what's kind of your favorite region you've lived in
0: the west coast for sure
1: yeah i can see why
0: the west coast washington's the favorite my favorite place i've ever lived really yeah it's just everybody's nice everybody's so nice and uh besides what i've seen in colorado montana i'm not sure there's a more beautiful place than washington state on the planet and the entire planet
1: wow that's a bold statement
0: And and i've been to the far east i've been all over europe there may not be more diversity in landscape than there is in Washington state. It's mind blowing how crazy it is, how beautiful it is here.
1: I still need to get up there to visit. You I would love it. Man. Yeah, I've like, got a do? lot of exploring to do.
0: <laughs> you're, you're, you know, it's like there's islands. We have like hundreds of islands off the coast. You know, we have the forest, we have deserts, we have glaciers, you know, we have literally everything, the beach ocean it's like on um, you can go like where i live you can get all that within 10 minutes literally you can go from farmland to the beach to the mountains like just like that boom boom boom. like it's crazy
1: yeah that's incredible you know sometimes you forget there's a whole state of washington i, I kind of oh, think of washington right. as seattle
0: <laughs> yeah and it's, a, it's like a tiny portion of the state. yeah it's Most it's of the so rural, much actually. different you know it's it's a very rural state it's seattle everybody's like you live in seattle i'm like no <laughs> like seattle's just like san francisco it's just crazy it's like it's ridiculous <laughs> it's
1: like, yeah oh my gosh
0: yeah. but uh lance man listen we're run out of time man i could talk to you for hours we've had plenty of conversations but uh now we got to do this again man
1: let's do it again i would love to um thanks again for having me on and uh yeah let's do it again i think it'd be great know,
0: man. for sure listen uh give your family my best and uh enjoy being a dad man you know?
1: i will i'm uh I'm enjoying and learning a lot that's for sure and uh if you're uh, if you're starting to get serious about looking out here contact me let's let's get out and show you around a little bit and for sure I'll uh, definitely see let if you Colorado's know. Colorado's the next home
0: We'll see it may be man maybe coming to you soon you never know
1: <laughs> there we go hey, I'd love that well hey right, uh, Darren, thanks again man. you got Have it. a great weekend all right thanks a lot.
0: It's a well- known fact that good sleep leads to a happier life, okay maybe that's not a fact fact but Don't you just feel amazing after a great night's sleep? Like the first night back in your own bed after traveling. It's time to demand more first-night-back kind of sleep. Stop tossing and turning and talk with your doctor
1: about how you can seize the night and day. And visit SeizeTheNightAndDay.com to learn more. What could be germier than a bathroom doorknob? Try unclean countertops, TV remotes, fridge handles, gaming controls, and all kinds of things around the house. Help your family stay happy, healthy, and uninterrupted by illness this year with Clorox disinfecting wipes, Clorox bleach, and Clorox disinfecting mist. They kill 99.9% of cold and flu viruses on hard, non-porous surfaces when used as directed. So get germs out of the way and get on with your day with Clorox. You're unstoppable when you start clean.